0: On this week's episode of the Pool Scene Podcast, well, we had a bit to drink.
1: I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate the way you read my mind. I hate you so much. It makes me sick. It even re- makes me rhyme. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. <laughs> I hate it when you make me laugh. Even worse, when <laughs> really you make me cry. cry. I hate it when you're not around. And the <laughs> fact, you didn't call. But mostly, I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. all. <laughs> I'm going to get this out of the way. Yeah, do it. Right up top. We've had a
0: night. We've been uh, slightly drinking. We're inebriated. Listen, it's been a long week. I just got over Black Friday retail wise. So we've kind of let loose a little bit.
1: Been a long week. We shouldn't have left you
0: right. without a dope
1: beat to step two. We went out a couple of places, had some wings, had some uh, beers. And now we're recording. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's uh welcome do it. to the pool scene podcast yeah yeah we're doing some shakespeare in the form of a teen comedy i am kevin
0: i'm with shakespeare head jim hi i am jim verona i guess if we're shakespeare i didn't drink corona tonight though and that would have
1: rhymed that would have perfect. family uh the podcasts. <laughs> if we're shakespeare the podcasts who influence us are robert green for you non-literature or English majors, go Google Robert Greene and decide for yourself if Shakespeare stole his work. Who the fuck is Robert Greene? Shakespeare supposedly stole the work of Robert Greene. Interesting. Yeah, he's not an original. Weird I, question. I,
0: weird, I, weird, <laughs> unrelated question real quick. Back in uh, Shakespeare time, we're talking what? thirteen, 1400s, some 1500s. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Did people refer to Roberts as Bobby back then? Doubt it. Okay. Robert, Bobby, Bob, Robbie, Bobby, Bob. (laughs) Bobby Green.
1: Enough of that. We're not a history podcast. No, we are not. This week's movie, 1999's 10 Things I Hate
0: About You. Which sounds like it should be an Ugly Kid Joe song.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 10 Things I Hate About You. 10 Things I Hate About You is directed by Gil Jünger. Jünger directed some television and some made-for-TV type stuff. Really nothing else. No, except the only thing you might know is Santa's Little Helper, which of course stars the Miz and Paige from WWE. The title of the film came from an old diary entry about the screenwriter's high school boyfriend. Oh, really? Yeah. She wrote a uh, a diary entry, 10 Things I Hate About You, about her boyfriend. Very interesting. All right? I did yes. not know that. This movie has five Really, really bad taglines.
0: Oh, God. We always them? get into taglines, and they're fucking awful.
1: There are so many different ways to hate. Count them yourself. Too wordy. How do I loathe thee? Let me count the ways. Uh, this was the tagline uh, used most on marketing. So on the posters and the marketing materials, this was the one that was used. And it's not even Shakespeare. This quote, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Yeah. is actually written by elizabeth barrett browning sonnets from the portuguese i don't know why i thought you were gonna say elizabeth taylor it's written by elizabeth taylor it doesn't matter <laughs> perfect sense it still makes no sense it's not even from shakespeare romeo oh romeo get out of my face not from taming of the shrew which this is based on <laughs> i
0: would prefer it was romeo oh romeo get out of my dreams get into my car that would be ocean This one's terrible. They're spitefully romantic. Fucking stupid. That's it. That's it. I want to know who these people are that they get together and go, hey, you guys got an hour. Give us some fucking taglines. Okay. The last one.
1: I pine. I perish. At least this is from Taming of the Shrew. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. It's based off of, but still not good. It's a shame that the taglines are so bad for this one because it honestly is a great movie. It's a really good movie. Much like Empire Records, this one worked really well because the cast had great chemistry. You're not afraid of me, are you? Afraid of you? Why would I be afraid of you? Well, most people are.
0: Well, I'm not.
1: Well, maybe you're not afraid of me, but I'm sure you've thought about me naked, huh?
0: Am I that transparent? I want you. I need you. Oh, baby.
1: Oh, baby. This is a generational movie. They got the opportunity to get to know each other prior to filming, and everyone kind of just clicked, and it worked out really well. I would say this is definitely one of the best teen movies, in my opinion. Definitely. What is not an opinion is Budget and Box Office. Jim, give us those facts along with news and number ones at time of release.
0: Ten Things I Hate About You came out on March the 31st, 1999 to a $13 million budget, and it made $60.1 million. So damn successful, really good for a teen movie at the time. Flashback time. Flashback! Honey time gas was a buck 17 a gallon damn man i can't stress enough i miss those days when you could fill up a tank for a 20 bucks spot it was the best it was awesome weirdly enough the top toy of 1999 is indirectly the top toy even though it's not a toy it's in card form here in 2021 pokemon okay pokemon was the top pokemon. toy pokemon i'm glad i never went down the rabbit we hole pokemon I, we were too old and it's too complicated i don't get it kevin your circuit city dvd number one two and three sales of the month were as follows check out the circuit city near you today adam sandler and the water boy i still know what you did last summer and kevin we got a special re-release because you remember at this time a lot of things that were in vhs finally came out on dvd my favorite 1987 Whoopi goldberg in burglar 87 Whoopi. 87 Whoopi in the house that's an inside joke yeah and none of you will get it because i don't think i'll ever disclose it i love me some 87 Whoopi. i got a smith and wesson under the counter man pointing at you and if you don't hurry up i'm going to shoot you right in the dick in the news kevin the supreme court upholds the murder convictions Of Timothy McVeigh for the Oklahoma City bombing. That sucked. That was one of those moments I'll never forget. I would say for us, our first idea, our first experience when it came to domestic terrorism. Yes. Kevin, the Matrix is coming back out. Matrix 4. Why we needed it, I don't know, because the second and the third ones were fucking awful. Mm -hmm. Keanu's back, but Keanu could do no wrong. But at this time, the Matrix debuted and I'll never forget when the matrix came out my junior year of high school blew my mind and it still holds up to this very day
1: So Agent Smith the chosen one right It was uh, Neo No it wasn't it was Agent Smith No it was not Yes it was How why was Agent Smith the chosen one Because he was Why watch a YouTube video <laughs>
0: <laughs> He was I promise Morpheus Morpheus. Oh. <laughs> it was Mario. a comedy Mario Morpheus technically was the original chosen one before he handed the perch off to. Agent Smith. Oh, Agent—no, God. Hugo Weaving was fantastic. No doubt. Was not him. Kevin. New segment here on the news. Let's throw it over to Kurt Loder. Whoa. It's time for some MTV news. Hi, I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News Brief. Rock and roll Hall of Fame inductees. Kevin, you're going to love this. The number one inductee for 1999. Billy Joel. Oh, great. Cool. Love it. We've all been waiting for the longest time, but finally he found that uptown girl and went to a scene from an Italian restaurant into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Other people followed. This man is a legend. I love what he did with the Beatles, but simply having a wonderful Christmas time is the worst fucking goddamn song ever created. Paul McCartney is in to the Rock Uh, and Roll Hall of Fame. Disqualified for that song along with Curtis Mayfield, who we've talked about on the news before.
1: Yeah. Got hit by lighting
0: equipment. Yep. Del Shannon, Dusty Springfield, Bruce Springsteen, who we loved in the <sighs> We Are The World podcast. Check that out. That Swim Eats series, one of our favorites of all time. A lot of research. Check it out. The Staple Singers. Charles Brown, Bob Willis, and his Texas Playboys, and George Martin. Texas Playboys. Texas Playboys. I don't know who fucking they are. I no you idea. find those in the woods? Pretty sure. Buried underneath the tree stump. Give them to your best friend. He learns a lot. Get that China Playboy. China Playboy. Get the China Playboy. Hey, it's a time. The Sable and the China Playboys, for me, were legendary. Live in La Vida Loca. Shout out to my buddy that I went to school with, Brian Vaughn, who we skipped school one day and went out to National Record Mart and bought the single to Live in La Vida Loca and showed up in our cars, blasting this in our systems. She's in to Jägermeister. Jägermeister is one of the worst liquors ever created. It's so bad.
1: I ate my record contract. (laughs) I got a record contract. I started Jägermeister. I ate my record contract. Jesus
0: Christ. It goes on to sell over 8 million copies. Kevin, the number one movie in America this time. One of the legendary movies of all time. A lot of you guys are fans out there. Forces of Nature was your number what? one movie what in america that? for two weeks no
1: what is it
0: i don't fucking know it's a movie it came out it was number one that's they what it is recorded
1: it with the camera
0: and the number one song in america a couple weeks ago i said it was the worst song on my mount rushmore of all fucking time shares believe auto-tune do <laughs> you The number one song in America, and that's all that was going on March the 31st, 1999. I loved it. He's so romantic. Romantic? Hemingway? He was an abusive alcoholic
1: misogynist who squandered (sighs) half his life hanging around Picasso trying to nail his leftovers. As opposed to a bitter, self-righteous hag who has no friends?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pipe down, Chachi.
1: I guess in this society, being male and an asshole makes you worthy of our time. (laughs) All right, let's dive into the plot. Dive because it's a pool and we're the pool scene podcast. Word. Cameron James is a new high school student. In our story that takes place in the Seattle area, instantly, like not even an hour into his first day of school, he becomes completely smitten with sophomore Bianca Stratford. Larissa Olenek.
0: Don't even think about it, group. Bianca Stratford, she's a soft. I burn, I pine, I perish. Of course you do. You know, she's beautiful and deep, I'm sure. Forget her, incredibly uptight father, and it's a widely known fact that the Stratford sisters aren't allowed to date. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: The student assigned to show him the ropes, Michael Ekman, warns Cameron that Bianca is shallow and vapid. Also, Bianca's father doesn't allow Bianca to date unless her older sister, Kat, does.
0: New rule, Bianca can date when she does.
1: (gasps) But she's a mutant, what if she never dates? Then
0: you'll never date. Oh, I like that. And I'll get to sleep at night. The deep slumber of a father whose daughters aren't out being impregnated. I have one big issue. Why do movies insist on giving a character a last name that you never hear? Exactly. It doesn't matter. I don't get it.
1: Kat is a senior who wants to go to college at Sarah Lawrence against her father's wishes, who wants her to stay close to home. Sarah Larry. I went to Sarah Lawrence. Well, I didn't go to Sarah Lawrence. (laughs) You can't. I went to a uh, friend, a friend of a friend's graduation at Sarah Lawrence and uh, fucked around New York City for a little bit. But is there a college in Seattle? Yeah, maybe. A community college? I don't know. Is there? But it seems like Seattle area would have a major university. I would assume they got to have something. I don't know. Please tell Phoenix. us we wrong. Please, <laughs> University v. <of> Phoenix. <laughs> so again, yeah, against her father's wishes, she wants her to stay close to home. She wants to go to Sarah Lawrence, which is in New York City. Beyond New York City, Bianca wants to date senior senior in high school utility model joey donner by utility model i mean he gets like all these modeling ads for like hand cream and like underwear and what else there's like other things he all gets these
0: like a gap he's like a teenage gap modeler yes
1: he has all these uh different poses and such he's an asshole basically bianca and Kat's father's deal is that he is an obstetrician. He delivers babies. Obstetrics. Yes, and he's afraid of teen pregnancy. This is where we get our Shakespearean plot. Now, follow along. Cameron, he wants to ask Bianca out, so he does. He asks Bianca out on a date. She tells Cameron to find someone who would date Kat, her sister. Michael, which is Cameron's friend, suggests that they convince Joey to pay bad boy Patrick Verona to take Cat out, essentially, doing their bidding for them with the desired result that Bianca will choose Cameron over Joey. Would you be willing to make it your problem if I provide generous compensation? (laughs) You're gonna pay me to take out some chick. Mm -hmm. How much? 20 bucks. Fine, 30. Well, let's think about this. We go to the movies, that's uh, 15 bucks. Uh, we got popcorn that's uh 53 and uh she'll want raisinets right so uh we're looking at 75 bucks this isn't a negotiation
0: take it or leave it trailer park 50 bucks and we got a deal fabio very elaborate
1: yeah so joey will pay patrick to date cat yes and then bianca can go on a date with cameron way too much work Way too much work. Agreed. Patrick begins to chip away at Kat after she rejects his first few advances. At a party that she attends with Patrick, Kat gets drunk and she's upset because Under she sees H. Bianca with Joey. Cameron's dejected because he sees Bianca with Joey as well. So both of them are like Kat's reactions to get drunk and dance on the table in a notorious B.I.G. Cameron's P-O-P-P-A. Like, And Cameron's like, I'm a fucking asshole because I pulled all these strings, and then she still wants Joey. So Cameron professes how he went through all of this for her. And she basically, Joey leaves with her friend. So she's like, can I have a ride? So when he professes all of this, she kisses him. Joey is still pining after Bianca after all of this.
0: And he offers Patrick $300. That's a lot of money in 1999. What does that adjust for inflation, Kevin? About 2.1 million? 342 million. (laughs) Uh, She... jesus christ
1: she so yeah he offers patrick three hundred dollars to take cat to the prom Kat's maybe falling for Patrick because he's fucking hot. She's putting her wall down. He is
0: super duper hot. He's Heath Ledger, for God's sake. Come on. He's got Australian and... I don't know why you thought you were going to say he got ostrich.
1: Uh, he got ostrich shoes. (laughs) She's maybe falling for him. She's suspicious because he's so adamant about going to the prom, which she is adamantly against. Kat tells Bianca that when she was a freshman, she dated Joey and she fucked him. You ate her bianca's like no way you did not do that
0: i would love to have seen a prequel where cat stratford is with joey donner yeah that's weird so bianca
1: is like no i don't believe it blah 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 she had originally had plans to go to the prom with joey but i think after cat's story changes her tune and cameron shows up and she goes to the prom with cameron prom is going well. Everything's going great. It's a
0: themed prom.
1: Cameron's going with Bianca, and Cat's going with Patrick. However, Bianca finds out that Joey had a bet with his friends that he could nail her. Hammer down. Joey, angry that Bianca chose Cameron over him, reveals his money arrangement with Patrick, which breaks Cat's heart. So Cat overhears Joey saying, "Like, what did I pay you for?" Joey then uh, punches Cameron and Bianca pretty much fucks Joey up. She knees him in the ball bag, fucks him up. She spreads his scrotum out all rot wide. And then she, uh, wait
0: a minute. You can't say a statement like that. What the fuck is rot wide quote unquote end quote.
1: No, she just punches him and knees him in the
0: spread it rot wide. (laughs) All right. Spr- she
1: thumbtacks his scrotum to a map. <laughs> Sabu, <laughs> Sabu. The next day,
0: Jesus Christ. The next
1: day, Bianca, <laughs> fucking train wreck. Who is now dating Cameron? They they're like a full couple now. She reconciles with Cat. Cat's father gives her permission to go to Sarah Lawrence at school for an assignment to rewrite Shakespeare's Sonnet One Forty-One. Cat writes a poem revealing that she still loves Patrick. Patrick surprises her by buying her a guitar with the money he got from Joey. So, all this money Joey's been paying him, he buys a guitar for Kat. Nice, huh? A Fender Strat? Is it for me? Yeah, I thought you could use it, you know, when you start your band. Besides, I had some extra cash, you know. Some asshole paid me to take on this really great gun. Is that right? Yeah, but I screwed up, I am. Um, I fell for her.
0: Really?
1: It's not every day you find a girl who'll flash someone to get you out of detention. So let's get into characters. Julia Stiles as Katerina
0: Cat stratford Had such a crush on her. She has an upside down mouth. Love it.
1: Heath Ledger as Patrick Verona, the bad
0: boy. You want to see me naked, do you? want to
1: guess. This is 1999. You want to guess who else was considered for the role? It's super duper easy. It's a gimme. John Cusack. Yes, absolutely. No. Josh Hartnett. Okay, I was gonna say Dan Josh Hartnett. I mean, that makes so much sense. Yeah, he was everything. The other one, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher Bear. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Cameron James, the new student at Padua High School, who just
0: came from the third rock from the sun. Yes,
1: who he dated Larissa Olenek, on that show. She was Alex Mack, yes. correct? She okay. turned herself into a, a liquid mercury puddle. She played Bianca Stratford, Larry Miller as Walter Stratford, who plays the same character in every movie. Andrew Keegan as Joey Donner. He popped up in a lot of late 90s and early 2000s stuff. What
0: I always found fascinating with this movie, though, every time he appeared on screen, he had his own little like musical bump. Yeah. He had his own theme song.
1: Oh, what is it, Asshole Day? Do you might not at all David Crumholtz as Michael Ekman now the, he's popped up in every movie ever dare me to guess his name not just movies TV he's like I remember him name. from
0: fucking ER
1: yes he's in everything but I could never tell you his name Crummy friends call him Crummy yeah Susan May Pratt as Mandela Kat's only close friend her name's Mandela her name is Mandela wow apparently no, the movie would not tell you that you're a fan
0: of Shakespeare
1: <sighs> more than a fan We're involved. Okay. So the original screenplay for this, very dark. This character in the original screenplay attempts suicide several times because she wants to be with William Shakespeare in the afterlife. I'm glad they didn't go that route. I will tell you something really quick before I transition. She was 26 at the time of filming playing a high school senior. Gabrielle Union as Chastity Church, Bianca's best friend. Mrs. Dwayne Wade. Yeah, she tries to fuck Joey. She was 28 playing a high school sophomore. Fucking crazy. She was a high school sophomore. She was 28 years old.
0: How is it that movie directors and movie companies in general always had to find somebody 10 years older to play somebody that's 10 years you younger think
1: a high school sophomore is 15 to 16 years old yeah she was 28 she was almost double
0: there's got to be kids out there with acting chops that could play that role that she are wasn't that even age. a big role but yeah she
1: was 28 playing a 15 year old basically might as well have Hulk Hogan at that rate. We had, uh, you fucking gremlins. <laughs> gremlins too. Hulk Hogan, he fucked a bunch of
0: gremlins. <laughs> Allison
1: Janney as Mrs. Perky, Miss Perky. She was the guiding counsel, counselor. Love Allison Janney. David Leisure, Jim's favorite actor, Empty Nest as Mr. Chapin, coach of the girls' soccer team. We had the band Letters to Cleo, the singer and the guitarist and the bassist and the drummer. I guess that makes up a whole band. Fucking right. Parks and Rec reference, too. So they appear as the band performing at Club Skunk, playing their songs Come On and co-pilot And playing cover version of cheap tricks i want you to want me on the school's rooftop which that shot they were told every time the helicopter had to take off to get the shot of them it was five hundred thousand dollars what the hell they had to get it perfect so at the end of the movie i don't think the shot made that much of a difference but the end of the movie the final shot was like a helicopter zooming out while this band played you know played off $500,000 every time. They could have done it with
0: like a big ass boom crane.
1: Yeah. The band, uh, save Ferris also appears in Kevin's favorite movie, Ferris Bueller's day off that we covered. Yes. I love it so much. So which actor, actress gives a past performance. Does any non lead character steal scenes? Jim, you go first. There's only two of us.
0: Michael, AKA Krumholtz. Actually, I just came by to chat. We don't chat. Well, actually, uh, I thought that I'd run an idea by you just to see if you're interested. I'm not. Well, hear me out. Now, you want Bianca, right? But uh, she can't go out with you because her sister is this insane head case, and no one will go out with her, right? Does this conversation have a purpose? What What I think you need to do is you need to hire a guy who'll go out with her, someone who doesn't scare so easily.
1: That guy? I heard he ate a live duck once.
0: Everything but the beak and
1: feet. Clearly, he's a solid investment. What's in it for you? Hey, I'm walking down the hall, and I say hello to you. You say hello to me. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You're cool by association.
0: I love him in this movie. He kind of gives Cameron the, the, he's like the straight arrow, even though he's a little over the top. He's a geek. But sometimes he doesn't sugarcoat the shit and say hey cameron you know she's a shrew he says that word a lot because they're doing the taming the shrew thing but i like his sense of reality he's trying to fit in but he's also very he's way too convenient like very convenient
1: cameron meets him and within an hour they're best friends yeah of course don't doesn't that happen in high school all the time that's probably who i got just for the sake of i don't feel like talking about anybody else Uh, let's move on to best. the chick that doesn't want to have sex with Billy Shakespeare in the afterlife. Yeah. Well, actually Nelson Mandela? has sex with Nelson, Nelson Mandela, D- <laughs> Nelson Mandela. <laughs> no, he was real turned on by her pictures of Shakespeare in a locker. So weird. And then they go to the prom and he does the whole prose. Yeah. Shakespearean prose. Fucking weird. Let's move on to best scenes. Find out what made a splash.
0: Most of your scenes are probably going to overlap with That's mine. Totally fine. Yeah.
1: Patrick singing Can't Take My Eyes Off You. It's the scene. Pretty much Kat has rejected Patrick at this point, and she doesn't necessarily think he's up to something as much as like she's just spurning him. And he takes some of the money that Joey has given him to take Kat out. He takes some of the money that he's been paid by Joey. He pays off the band. Yeah, and the AV guy. And the AV guy, he gets a live microphone and in the stadium, which, Jim, tell
0: us about this stadium. This stadium might be the most beautiful, high school football stadium ever. It's, inset into a hill overlooking the city of seattle yeah it's really nice wow
1: so he sings can't take my eyes off you by frankie valley and once he gets into it the band plays along so funny thing is this was actually julia styles idea they originally were going to perform i think i love you by the partridge family but for some reason Ugh. they played that song in scream 2 so the movie was like we can't do that scream 2 played it so julia styles with the upside down mouth she told the producer or director hey you should do can't take my eyes off you speaking of a movie
0: franchise it fucking sucks no screams good garbage
1: this is a long-winded fun fact patrick sings can't take my eyes off you by frankie valley this makes heath ledger the third actor to sing this song prior to playing a batman villain The first, Christopher Walken sang it in The Deer Hunter before going on to play Max Shrek in Batman Returns. Michelle Pfeiffer sang it in The Fabulous Baker Boys before going on to play Catwoman in Batman Returns. On top of that, Christopher Walken won an Oscar for The Deer Hunter. Michelle Pfeiffer won an Oscar for The Fabulous Baker's Boy, or I guess received a nomination, didn't win. And while Ledger did not receive an Oscar for 10 Things I Hate About You, he did win an Oscar in the same category as Walken for playing the Joker in The Dark Knight. All right. So how weird is that? The that three Batman villains sang this particular song.
0: Uncanny. Weird. So my one, because I know all of mine are going to overlap yours, I love Allison Janney, West Wing reference, of course, but she has such a weird relationship with Kat to the point she sees through her bullshit. So, I hear you were terrorizing Mr. Morgan's
1: class again. Expressing my opinion is not a terrorist action. The way you expressed your opinion
0: to Bobby Ridgeway? By the way, his testicle retrieval operation went quite well, in case you're interested. I still maintain that he kicked himself in the balls. The point is, Cat. People perceive you as somewhat tempestuous. Heinous bitch is the term used most often. You might want to work on that. Yeah. I just love how she's so honest. She's so genuine. But she's also eclectic. And it makes a lot of sense because within this movie, there's a lot of eclectic bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. Bogey Lowenstein's party. Your
1: sister here? Stay away from my sister. Oh, I'll stay away from your sister. But I can't guarantee she'll stay away from
0: me. Fuck! Fight! Fucking why were the cops not called? So Bogie Levenstein is a, what do we call him, prep? I would say he's more than a prep because we've referenced Zach Morris. We've done swim meet series with Zach Morris and Saved by the Bell. They call him preppy because he's dressed as nice, but he's sociable. This kid wants to be preppy, but he's only sociable within his own clique. Now remember guys, don't touch anything.
1: <laughs> oh, Okay, what did I tell you? <laughs> oh, that must be Nigel with the brain. We see, what, four or five of them, and they're playing tennis they're and, driving a golf ball onto the football yeah. field I'm, I'm not sure what they're doing so he plans on bogey is a he he plans on having this little get together at his house with like six people don't touch anything type yeah. of party just kind of gather around they all anything.
0: call him bogey low and brow, like the yeah beer. well that's joey yeah, yeah.
1: joey can't get his name right is it cameron that makes the fake flyers because they take a small get together that's supposed to happen in and they Photoshop the flyers and they throw them. At I always the thought school. that was
0: Joey. That seems like a Joey. It might move. be Joey, but regardless, might have been Crumholts. Not every I think about single
1: it. person at the school shows up. They throw it up in the stairwell. they Show up at Bogey's party. So Bogey, every they bring kegs. They bring you know, and it's funny because the flyers high say, school party. The flyers say free beer. Well, I'm there. Despite everyone bringing kegs, why would you bring kegs to a free beer party? Logic. But anyhow, they go to this party why bogey doesn't call the cops i don't know but they go to this party and cat when she sees joey with her sister ends up getting drunk dancing on the table but it's just the whole part it's just a a teen movie party scene
0: so my next one you started out the show with it it's cat's poem in class i hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair i hate the way you drive my car i hate it when you stare
1: i hate your big dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind I hate you so much
0: it makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. I hate it. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh, even worse when you make me cry.
1: I hate it when you're not around and the fact that you didn't call. (laughs) But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close, not even a little bit.
0: Not even at all. Oh, yeah, that's the iconic scene from this movie. With her teacher, who is fucking amazing. But that's the moment in this movie where she finally has that break, where she finally falls in love with Patrick Verona
1: yes alright I have the prom for the first couple minutes it's super nice I mean we've got letters it's of Cleo elegant. playing we've got Cameron on a date which is kind of a reveal the camera that Bianca opens the door and you expect to see Joey and Cameron
0: are we to assume that is actually letters of Cleo at their prom I don't know or if because it was, could you imagine what that would cost well there's another scene not to, to give away
1: other scenes but there's another scene where they kind of raid cats stuff they go through her drawers. They get her diary. They get her They find out she's black underwear. Ah, oh, she's a whore. So they go through her stuff, which gives Patrick some ammunition. So he goes to this club where there's the raincoats are playing. Yeah, and it's literally there's like one guy there that's not him. Patrick. Like, well, yeah, it's yeah, him yeah, and yeah. one other guy. Everyone else is female, and they watch this band. <laughs> Not bad!
0: I was watching you out there before. I've never seen you look so sexy.
1: He tells her, you know, it's nice to see her smile, that sort of thing. So anyhow, yeah, we get to the prom. It's Patrick with Kat. It's Bianca with Cameron. And it's all going well until Bianca goes to the restroom. And in the restroom, her friend is there, played by Gabrielle Union. And she says, well, what are you doing here? And she goes,
0: oh, I know you didn't think you were the only sophomore at the prom. Joey just picked me up. Oh, well, congratulations. He's all yours very generous princess and just so you know joey only liked you for one reason he even had a bet going with his friends he's gonna nail you tonight
1: and then that's when we get joey revealing that he had a uh, a deal with patrick which makes cat leave the prom and then joey punches cameron and then we get the fight scene all right that's enough okay you cross the line oh come on get up you little punk oh oh Shit, Bianca, I'm
0: shooting a nose spray ad tomorrow. That's for making my day bleed. That's for my sister. And that's for me.
1: Which I think they've done this scene in a few different like teen yeah. movies where... You know, there's always a fight at prom. There's always, like, some sort of... Just one of the guys. Yeah, just one of the guys. Like, there's a bunch of these. It's... Karate Kid. Kind of a trope at this point. But, uh, yeah, the prom's going well until that moment. We have Kat busting Patrick out of detention.
0: Misdirection. I taught you that?
1: Yeah, you or Siegfried or Roy. Anyway, that's not important.
0: The, think about it. Um, they're looking left, and we're running right. Bang, we score. We won... Okay, but how do we get him to look like? Um,
1: like
0: this. Yeah, it's really cool. So
1: Patrick's in Saturday detention. I don't even know what for. And she tells the Saturday detention teacher, hey, I've got some plans for the soccer team. And he says, oh yeah? And she's like, yeah, we're going to distract him. And he's like, well, how are you going to distract him? She flashes the teacher.
0: Who is David Leisure.
1: Yes, while patrick sneaks out the window so once out wouldn't she get suspended for this you would think or detention or something
0: they should add some weird scene with her and her principal yeah. trying to explain why she flashed but her she's boots. like well now that
1: you've seen the plan i'm gonna show the plan to someone else. So then they So go, the
0: is gonna show the plan. Then
1: they do a paddle boat thing, like a pedal boat.
0: Then they do some weird paintball. They do weird paintball. That is it's almost not
1: shooting guns at each other. It's like throwing paint water balloons yes. behind some hay bales. It makes no sense.
0: That's no paintball I've ever seen. I've never why the fuck would you want to do something like that? First of all you are a mess it gets all in your hair do you really want dried fucking paint in your hair it looks like they don't provide showers because the next scene they're all fucked up dirty I've never seen paintball like that it's super weird my next scene is bianca and Kat's dad trying to justify why bianca is not allowed to go to prom unless cat goes to prom this morning i delivered a set of twins to a 15 year old girl do you know what she said to me
1: I'm a crack whore who should have made my skeezy boyfriend wear a condom?
0: Close, but no. She said I should have listened to my father. She did not. Well, that's what she would have said if she wasn't so doped up. And it's the whole thing about teen pregnancy. I want you to wear condoms. And like Larry Miller always plays this character. He is the weird over the top guy who really pushes the line of decency and weirdness. Like he did the same shit in Necessary Roughness as the Dean. I just love this scene because Bianca is so pissed that Kat just can't help her out. Can't live her life because she wants to go out with Joey. But I can't stress enough. Is it the fact that cat dated Joey that made cat change so drastically in her opinion with life? Yeah what the fuck happened where she flipped the switch and goes, I'm gonna be this rebellious feminist. Damn everything else. I find it completely fascinating.
1: I I don't have anything else more for scenes to you. No I'm I good. don't remember seeing a pool in this one, do you? It's Seattle, there's an ocean. I wish there was a pool full of beer for me to drink. But there's not. Pool check time. Beer! All right, don't 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 get mad too mad at us. We're going a little weird with the uh, premise for the pool check. This
0: no. is fucking awesome.
1: Not uh, music videos, not Mount Rushmore. No. We are doing movies, 10 Things I Hate About You. We're doing 10 Things I Hate About the 90s. It is rough. So five each, five total, uh, five each, and then 10 total. And uh, who wants to go first?
0: I'll go first. So my, my number five thing, I hate hate loathe detest about the 1990s saved by the bell the new class oh good job fuck that shit they tried to make analogs for the original cast yes. why they did this i don't know it lasted two no, seasons there's makes, a reason I, why it lasted two seasons i'm Be- with you fuck it makes em. no sense mike goleck's
1: on it It makes no sense no because- mike goleck
0: did the college years Oh,
1: you are doing college. Not
0: the, okay. No, this is the new class in high uh, school where it, they had their they own screech. They had their own Zach. Well, I mean, own. why don't we hate the the college years? While here's, the problem it with the, here's the problem with the college years, though. It wasn't that the college years were bad. It was on Saturday. It wasn't? No I didn't mind it It was Saturday night At 8 o'clock Nobody's gonna watch Saved by the Bell Anything on Saturday night But it had a great theme song But Saved by the Bell The new class Peter Engel What the fuck were you thinking
1: Standing at the edge of tomorrow That's a
0: college year theme song Awesome song right,
1: My first The tease of having the internet but it was dial-up. So downloading a song for four hours.
0: Mom, stay off the phone! That
1: was ruined by someone picking up the phone. So it was like, we've got this awesome thing, the internet, all the possibilities in the world. We can do anything, but it was so fucking slow. (laughs) Do We can talk about the AIM stuff. Remember hearing the the sound sound of someone coming online? You would
0: haul ass into that room. You thought someone. Remember chat rooms? Okay, not too many of you guys will know that pool sceners Remember when you would go into a chat room? The first thing you would do would be a slash s slash l yes age sex location. So you know if you're gonna hit on somebody, you know it's on the level. Go in the chat. Wow, chat rooms oh, for something
1: best. And I, what's the modern equivalent of chat rooms?
0: Reddit, maybe? Chat roulette. <laughs> uh, I maybe <laughs> nightmare. So my next one fucking barney fuck barney oh yeah my god nieces i Well, at least he got torn apart at the 94 thanksgiving parade uh, i wish he was in jurassic park and a fucking (laughs) t-rex ate him on a toilet seriously i don't know how many times i heard i love you you love me i wish somebody took a fucking 12 gauge to barney's head and blew it out the fucking skull okay fuck him Cool, cool next
1: people thinking that the world was going to end at midnight on New Year's Eve 1999 I thought it was Y2K Y2K basically yeah why strange things beyond Y2K like because there were the there were people who were reasonable who were like okay the computers are going to fuck up at midnight there were people who but then there were people a step further who were basically the QAnon equivalents now who were like at the stroke of midnight 2000 the world's going to explode which why
0: okay speaking of these QAnon nutters they live got together in Dallas and John F. Kennedy Jr. was going to come back to reinstall Trump. They just want friends. Fuck they them. They just want some friends. They're lonely. They yeah. need Philo Grant. Yes. <laughs> so my next one, that goddamn OJ verdict. Yes. Not the trial. I watched the trial like everybody else. I still know the theme song on CNN. Dun, 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 When that fucking verdict came out, what? the hell is wrong with our judicial system and it's still horrible to this very single day. Hey, if it doesn't fit, you must Dequit. quit. Oh such bullshit taglines it's not a goddamn hollywood movie
1: this probably predates the 90s but it's still included in the 90s waterbeds
0: hate them my aunt becky had a waterbed and i found it completely fascinating why would anybody in the right mind want to have a waterbed because if god forbid even say for instance you had your fly undone and you laid on a waterbed you sang that waterbed you could fucking imagine bedroom is flooded cause a
1: fire with circuitry you're going to ruin your hardwoods or ruin your carpet. (laughs) We
0: are talking about a very thin piece of plastic that you could turn heat on Onto the waterbed, Fuck on it. I mean yeah, you could. you can fuck on anything. I, uh, I wouldn't want to. You can, you can fuck on whatever. <laughs> it's, it's fuck on top of
1: the refrigerator. What percentage of people do we want to guess still have a waterbed? Is it like point oh. zero 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 one? There's still people who are obviously not ready to get rid of their water I'm beds. gonna say
0: there's like five guys in Ukraine called Detlef that has five of them. There's
1: a five guys' burgers and fries with the water bed. <laughs>
0: I get a little fry in a waterbed. Fabulous Goldsteins. When I was like thirteen or fourteen years old, I don't care. I'll say this. I don't give a shit. I've drank a little bit. I wanted my first time to be in a waterbed at Fabulous Goldsteins in fucking Eastwood Mall. I
1: love it. It's so bad. Can we start a Kickstarter or something like <laughs> <to be> that? <done? laughs>
0: Some coffee. President of Burundi. <laughs> We're not Burundi you ass what is it it's Burundi Burundi Burundia. whatever fuck it <laughs> ah, next fuck one on for you bed.
1: VHS movies like Titanic that requested required two tapes not requested <laughs> they said would you please please get- put in the second tape just any movie that was too you're fucking pretentious God if damn. it's too long to put in on one tape fuck, fuck off yeah fuck off I'm not putting in the second tape I'm only gonna watch the first half of I'm Titanic
0: done. and let's be honest Titanic that movie sucked all you cared about put on the second tape when the shit starts sinking yeah my next thing that fucking sucked in the 1990s that everybody thought including me that i was like oh my god this is a game changer fuck the discman why because god forbid you even walk slightly yes. that thing would skip yes you could wait to make it skip with your mind but kevin This is anti-skip bullshit.
1: Anti-skip technology. No. 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 no, I don't think so. No. It probably scratched your CDs. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. But some of them had two headphone jacks. You could listen to Peter Guns and Lord Tariq on the way to Washington, D.C. (laughs) Uh, My next one, Columbine. Obviously horrific tragedy that resulted in 15 deaths.
0: And kind of affected life that's what i was gonna on. say
1: so everything surrounding it made the situation worse because you had all these people who were angry and wanting to direct the anger and blame at things like music and movies they wanted to say oh marilyn manson's to blame or this
0: movie's to blame school going to school changed after that Yeah,
1: it did i mean that was my freshman year of high school and my junior year you couldn't do anything you couldn't like they locked our school down with like yep. a debu- you know parents had to buzz in to get in and uh, just as far as like what you wore or what you did they thought okay you're gonna shoot up school and unfortunately the columbine thing i don't know that it was responsible for other school shootings but school shootings certainly went up it after inspired columbine. it
0: my dad would always say and i totally agree with him in his day, if you had an issue with a bully, you beat the shit out of him, yeah. and that's it. You yeah. squash it, yes. game over, done. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, gun. Fuck Bring off. Gun's cool. Yeah. No. So, my final one, gonna add a little levity to this to finish this out. Numero uno. Number one. The biggest thing I hated about the 1990s was the fact that Jamie Walters <laughs> got fucking blacklisted from Hollywood because. His character highlighted, underlined, bold, italicized. His character pushed Donna down a flight of stairs on Beverly Hills 90210 yeah. that he could not get another job, well, and it sank his singing career because people yes. thought he was Ray. It's
1: like the dude from Ghost. Like, he Bullshit. killed Sam, you know? Tony so, Goldwyn.
0: Yeah, he ruined his career and the fact that jamie walters was also a volunteer firefighter and he would show up to fight fires and people thought he was a domestic abuser yeah and he had to explain to him as he's trying to save their fucking house that he pushed a character down a flight of stairs on a television show i love how do you talk to an angel hold on it's another great song too jamie walters i love you I'm pretty sure on the b side he just wanted to get an angel
1: on a waterbed at fabulous goldstein oh that'd be the best uh, i think i'm out of choices but why don't we bowl cuts? I had everybody had a bowl cut. Oh, they're so bad! They're so bad! What the hell were we thinking at bowl the time? Bowl cuts—they look so bad. I don't. They. I think they're back in some form, but like undercut bowl cut. Oh. god! Just such a bad. Everybody had like a fucking mushroom dickhead type of haircut.
0: Now in 1999, I used to rock the Carson Daly, the front flip. Yeah. Big time with the guy lights. Sweet, cool. Got a prom picture to prove it.
1: Anything else you want to mention from the Oh hell no. Okay, let's get back
0: in the poo. Guess
1: what? Bogey Lowenstein, my water bed exploded. Now it's a pool.
0: (laughs) Guys, please take it.
1: you critical question what's something from the 90s you wish would come back
0: oh man slap
1: bracelets definitely
0: i like snap bracelets pogs with a cool slammer that you could fucking almost kill somebody with Uh, the best thing i would like that would come back from the 1990s give me a wrestling game like wwf no mercy on the n64
1: i just say the difficulty with um getting on the internet If it was harder to get on and stuff, make life better. Everybody's too reliant on the internet. It'd be cooler if there was just less access. Do you ever
0: wish that, I shouldn't say wish, that's a, kind of a deep term that things like the internet would like social media yes. would just end yes. that people would actually have to pick up their phone call somebody hey man how you doing
1: what if what if social media had hours what if you could only access facebook twitter instagram between nine and five you know nine a.m to five p.m Think how something. much life would change It'd be awesome yeah i would dig that david mccall are you here no all could have been different mr walker I should have allowed nature to take its course. David, please don't throw me 90 meters. Logic. Patrick leaves the guitar sitting on Kat's seat with the windows down. It's like a $1,300 guitar, so none of that makes sense. So how much money does Patrick make? $400? He gets $100 to go in the first date. He gets $300 to go in the prom. When Kat's looking in the store, she's actually looking at like a knockoff Strat. That's a Squire Strat, which is like a three to $400 guitar. But the guitar that Patrick puts in her vehicle
0: is a pricey one.
1: It's a Fender Strat, which is like $1,300, but he puts it in her car
0: with the windows down, the doors unlocked. Nope. Kevin, you don't understand about the Northwest in Seattle. There's no theft. (laughs) I also like the fact that Kat loved to play a Strat and her name was Kat Stratford. I literally just had a tons of moment. Why wouldn't Bowie Loganstein call the cops? Yes, this is my biggest point of contention. He has all these people show up to his house First off I don't even think He would need to call the cops The cops would have Shown up to begin with Yeah It's a noise Ordinance violation In a gated community Yes calm the fuck on
1: Yeah It's so weird That he just like We see I think the front window Gets broken Shit gets fucked and up like All this stuff Like he's yelling At his friends About picking up a glass Don't touch anything yeah. But then all these people Show up with kegs And like storming his house First thing you do Is pick up the phone Call the cops And say you hey I've got say. intruders but now
0: this one I also don't get, and maybe this happens in kind of a more affluent school area. The place they have that prom, little over the top ritzy, is that a thing to have a prom in that kind of an elegant setting? Because the only it's place really I've nice. only know, is it because. I remember Howland's Prom used to be at McMenemy's yeah. right after Eddie well, Money had a fucking where show. That's ours
1: was, is like small ones like that. But when I worked, uh, I worked at an editing videography studio. We went to some nice ones. We Really? Did, we did go to some ones that were held at like Stan Baugh and places okay. like that. They were a little bit more elegant. So yeah, no, it's not that far-fetched. No, ours was at a fruit
0: fly-infested dump. Go figure.
1: This one's super weird to me. The dad's dating rules. Yeah. Oh. So- he his whole thing it's their dad is creepy okay he won't let bianca date unless cat does but the whole reason is that he is super afraid of teen pregnancy but if he forced cat to date if bianca was dating wouldn't he double down on his odds of one of his daughters getting pregnant logically yeah i mean like if one of your daughters wants to date i i Kids see being like no i don't want that but it's like don't force the other daughter because then you're just you're just increasing your statistical odds of one of your daughters getting
0: pregnant i wonder if there was a scene that got edited out and they didn't want to do it and maybe i'm wrong unless i just don't remember this in a movie did their dad beat patrick verona at all no could you imagine well, that scene yeah i know i wouldn't want my fucking daughter even touching the guy it's too hot he's way too hot very sexy uh, Jesus. I, you
1: know, another problem with this is like, he's, you can't date unless your sister does, but couldn't they just do it behind his back? Because Why not? like We see Bianca hanging out with Cameron a number of times. Aren't those dates?
0: No, they're, what's hang. the difference? they're just hanging out.
1: That's what I mean. Like, what's the difference between, it's just super weird that the whole premise is based on something that like the dad seems to never be around cause he is a, a doctor. Yeah. And like. Patrick, I think, comes to Kat's house at some point or something. They like, they have a date. He's outside
0: in his car. Yeah,
1: and they have a date. Like, there's dates that happen without the dad even knowing. So, why would the girls even acknowledge their dad's rules? It's the fact,
0: too, that her dad has met Joey. uh, I don't even know. It's so weird. I just don't get it. What's the big fucking... I want to see the whole Cat Joey thing. I, I would love to have known the tipping point. That blows my mind. I just don't know. All right.
1: Well, let's talk about some legacies. So maybe they go into that in something that blows my mind because I have absolute zero memory of this. There was a 10 Things I Hate About You TV series. I remember this. It ran for 20 episodes. Sure, <laughs> great I, it
0: don't was. I don't remember.
1: I don't remember that. I vaguely remember. Was it the same characters was a new character well
0: same characters was uh, it of course on diff-
1: network television
0: i don't think it was i have no no memory of it at all Well, most of these movies back then it kind of hit mainstream like i'm surprised they didn't decide to make a can't hardly wait tv show which kind of blows my mind but most of these teen movies like even fucking now that i think about it surprised they didn't do an american pie tv show oh yeah they yeah. did it the straight to dvd movies 100%. which are garbage but why didn't they do that The other piece of legacy
1: that I have for this is quantum leap. It was, it was tied into quantum leap. (laughs) Ziggy. It was was Shakespeare and Ziggy. (laughs) And Sam leaped into Patrick Verona. He said, oh boy. Rest Uh, in peace, Dean Stockwell. And Heath Ledger. Uh, It was uh, Heath Ledger's first American movie. Really? Yeah, this was Heath Ledger's first American movie, which is pretty impressive because nailed it just great just great in this so i don't have anything else for legacy like i said is one of the better teen movies ever oh i totally agree it's in the pantheon all right let's stick around for some plugs
0: a senate panel describes y2k the year 2000 computer bug as a worldwide crisis and one of the most serious and potentially devastating events this nation has ever encountered. And it points to the healthcare industry as worst prepared. The Washington Post says the full report will be released later this week. Nightbeat's Anthony Moore reports that even before the year 2000 rolls around, panic itself could cause problems. They are exactly the same group of assholes that when I was a kid told me in case of a nuclear attack to hide under my desk. <laughs> Pool Sceners, once again, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Pool Scene Podcast. And as always, like, comment, subscribe, rate, and follow Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. Smash that like button with unbridled enthusiasm and make sure you spread the word of the Pool Scene Podcast to one and all. Go over to Facebook at Pool Scene Podcast. Join the Pool Sceners group. You guys want to win some free stuff? Maybe make a suggestion about an episode or two? Let us know. Join today. Instagram at Pool Scene Podcast and TikTok. We're trendy with the kids, y'all. At Pool Scene Pod One. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you. And now back to Kevin. Final app guy. Do your thing. Yeah, the final lap.
1: I ever tell you? I think you're orange are sexy <laughs> yeah this is uh yeah we went and had a good time we decided
0: it's been a rough week everybody i'm personally for me full disclosure when we did the episode with midnight movie night podcast after we finished recording i got a phone call that my aunt passed away we um, had my aunt's funeral so i started off my week with that i also work at a retail company in which we had to prepare for Black Friday. I had Black Friday. So I put in over 50 hours of work that week on top of my aunt's funeral. So it was a perfect time to drink it up. Yeah. So I think this was... And it's so weird because we're old now. Yeah, I'm and 40 it's like we're or 30. Like, it was yeah. like 8 o'clock and we're like, oh, this is pretty... I can't remember the last time we went out and just said, let's fucking go out and get some drinks. I can't even fucking no, remember I, that. I did get some wings with some... Uh, was that not fucking top notch wings? I mean, good wings. Good really? Wings, of course, absolutely. you got the fucking most basic thing when you could have got, got, got medium Parmesan garlic. I got wings with tons of stuff on it. You could have got stuff. mayo wings or is they mayo say in Germany, mayo. Stress. No, they don't say that, do they? In German, mayo is not mayo. It's mayo. Mayo. Mayonnaise? Mayo. They don't say mayonnaise. It's just mayo. They don't say mayonnaise. No, it's mayo. Just Maya. Mayo. Mayo. Mio Mayo. I took two years of German. It's Mayo. Okay great well you can
1: get <laughs>
0: wings with french french
1: vanilla ice cream
0: you can get anything you want on wings and kevin gets fucking well, you know why? Parm. because
1: that's my first time there and i like to gauge their wings before i get
0: too crazy they were not hot no and that, you like hot wings well, that was a
1: bummer because like that's a thing though that's like sometimes you go to a place and you don't know whether to go medium or hot because we're like wing guys we are c-i-t-y you can't see why wings wings <laughs> wing guys, but yeah, you you go to a wing place, you don't want to order hot right off the bat and then burn the fuck because out of your there face.
0: are wing places.
1: My lips have turned purple at yes, wing they places, have. and they like have. I want to gauge the quality of the wings before I start experimenting too much. And there's like other wing place, like we used to love this wing place in Elwood, PA. Oh big dogs Yeah, rest in peace which has, i think gone
0: out of business oh it's went out of business a long time ago
1: and then there's like other wing spots that have popped up that went out of business i mean you really can't go wrong with going to like a dive bar for wings but you can
0: fuck up wings you can you can fuck up wings how shitty sauce overcooking the wings nothing's worse than an over crispy wing with over crispy over crispy with shitty sauce it's the worst a while back we made a bunch of wings at
1: home and fuck was it did it suck
0: i don't know what it is like i did this a couple months ago i went to aldi's and bought a bag of wings yeah
1: like frozen wings
0: like frozen wings but some of their wings seemed to me and did they were caught in a nuclear blast (laughs) And I got fallout chicken wings because yeah, uh, some of these wings were so deformed. Yeah. I chewed it as something. It almost seemed like a fucking nougat. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but I like spit it out. I almost choked. Uh, There's no amount of sauce that you could have put on uh, these fucking things. I threw them all worse out. worse
1: than the cat wings in Washington, D.C.?
0: We had nuclear cat wings in Washington, D.C. that we- much should we fucking pay $90, for that pizza? I think you're right. I think it was not I think about it. I paid twenty two dollars for a six pack and we paid ninety two dollars for how many pizzas was it? Two pizzas two, and a, two and twelve wings or something. It was something ridiculous. We threw a slice of pizza out the I hotel window. Out
1: the window. You were real paranoid about it. I was and go
0: and to then jail tons of used a fake name to a stripper, Craig Pencil.
1: Yeah. So no, uh wings, we we bought like fresh wings at home and did the whole process of like separating them ourselves. Just does and doing the uh, corn starch and the fucking the whole process and then frying them delicious
0: great but the amount of work it's necessary lot. It's a lot. I just go to a wing place. I'll never forget the one time me and friend of the show who's been on the show three times now, our man, Mag C.H., we used to get into food challenges and we went to Quaker State Lube, yeah. a regional wing place here in Northeast Ohio and Western Pennsylvania. We decided to do the atomic wing is before they started adding triple atomic. Yeah. We went. We had five atomic wings. I was ready to tap out. I'm like, I'm fucking done. And people are like looking at us like, Jesus Christ, fucking. Big Dick Corey decides to go, I could do five more. It's like, you son of a bitch. We did 10 wings. The server came over with a pitcher of milk. I fucking chug a pitcher of milk. Everybody's like, Jesus Christ, this is going to hurt. Go out into the parking lot, fucking puke. I dry heaved. I felt like, sorry, this is gross. I shit fire for about a week. When I still lived at home, I laid on my bed with a piece of cube ice on the asshole because it felt like I was gonna launch a fireball it was fucking horrible awful there
1: used to be nothing better than any of the loop locations but the sharon one was nice the the, the buffet of all you can eat tuesday nights or the high come, school staple or they would come to your table and be like what do you want i i want fucking big dick richie wings and they'd bring me big dick
0: richie Wait a minute, what the fuck is a big dick richie <laughs> wing mike man oh uh, yeah they would
1: uh but they would bring whatever wings you wanted to your table you just eat a bunch of wings <laughs> this kid we went to high school with ate like somebody challenged him <laughs> as you do like oh yeah, you can't eat 100 wings. Dude, Fuck you. Stupid idiot. He ate like 130. He didn't That's stop. Nuts. He ate like 100, which the lube wings are tiny, small. But he ate like 130 wings. And immediately he was like, okay, I fucked up. Because they drove him home. He knew, like, I don't feel right. You're puking And like a day later, he's fucking evacuated his bowels and his uh, pants. Because he couldn't help. I mean, like. It's a lot.
0: It is. It, couldn't imagine how much it messed up our What? Are the Most wings you've done in one sitting 20 I I mean I don't know Back in the day when I was in high school When I went to the all you can eat wing night at the lube The most I did was 65 I I don't think I ever came anywhere close I've never since no 12 I think I've even two dozen max.
1: well there's a place that's uh that's really really good i mean some like legit wings leon's legit great wings they do all you can eat but
0: you must get 10 at a time <laughs> but here's the thing i would go with my guys at work we would show up at 10 o'clock yeah we would get the, all you can eat, and then they'd be like, "We're out of wings." Yes, it's like fuck Well, you. they would do.
1: They would do. You'd have to do ten. Yeah, I don't want to do ten. I want. I want to try a bunch of them. Give me
0: a hundred. I <laughs> give me give me a thousand. <laughs> give me a fuck thousand give wings. Two
1: thousand wings. <laughs> give me a thousand wings.
0: And Show I want a goddamn Virginia. t-shirt too.
1: Your t-shirts are too tight too, <laughs> Billy. I want, no, I want like five at a time because yeah. I want to try all yeah. these different flavors, but they wouldn't do it. They would only give you 10 at a time. And then like, I'd feel like a fucking asshole if something came out and I was like, well, I'm sorry. I got the chocolate ranch gummy bear oh. uh, fusion
0: cigar wings. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't want way to wait. It tastes like it's been filtered through a Trojan. <laughs> yeah, so I
1: eat one or two and then be like, like can i get 10 more because then you just waste those and they don't care no but why from a business perspective wouldn't they just be
0: like five at a time here's the problem though you don't do adventurous wings sometimes i do could have done it tonight you didn't do it like i've tried the grape at little wing that's fucking fantastic added pb and j wings
1: good good no like i said when i go to a new place that i haven't been i want to just gauge the quality of the wing with a pretty standard flavor. Nothing too out of the ordinary. Yeah. Now, if I return to that place, so the next time we, I don't even remember what this place is called we went to tonight, but next time we go there. Our gangs. Our gangs. Next time we go to our gangs, I will try something a little bit more adventurous. Yeah, you should get nuts. Get
0: Nuts, nuts like cashews? Get, no, like fucking Joker. Almonds. And Batman nuts. I want
1: Joker Batman wings. Ah! I want green wings. Oh, Jesus Christ. With uh, yellow mustard. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well. they had it. they did and mayo and french dressing
0: yeah they had the mayo well in that note couple more left here in season number seven and uh we got some good ones coming up for you guys so we're gonna see what shakes all right guys
1: we will talk to you next week for unknown mystery episode until then silencia for my eyes.